Greetings, greetings. Uh, yesterday we left off with teaching about great men of God. Uh, we are focusing on this great man because we want to instill the character, uh, the character of what kind of people did God select. And yesterday we had an encounter with Abraham and it was a very interesting topic. Actually, I'm, I'm just, um, I wish, I'm, I envied for a conference of a weekend to teach Abazalwane uh, the faith that was shown to Abraham. And yesterday it was just a short time here, but I think you, you picked uh, the high points. Abraham, uh, he's a true picture of a complete surrender. Uh, and uh, he is teaching us that if you want to go with God, you must just go with God at once off. Uh, don't delay God. Uh, don't question God, just go. And, uh, and it, it showed us which the journey of a calling is very very unpredictable uh god will will just tells you but at the end of the day if you are uh you trust him he will come by so we, we went all the stages uh abraham going to horan abraham worshiping ancestors uh being not a believer and called by God and he, and he showed the things that were so dearest which he left just like that and the 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 odds that were before him you know it was just a, a, a lot a wife with no children uh, a lot that he had to lose so the, that's supposed to be a wake-up call to us uh, if we want to engage into the journey of faith, we must know that it takes everything. Uh, Ram used to say, faith is like a room, a house. And in that house, there are other compartments like kitchens and pantries. And, and he says, a visitor will just be, will go to the bathroom will go to the lounge and he'll go to the room that you allocated for them to sleep. You'll never see a visitor wandering. Uh, if a visitor is even scared to go to the kitchen, maybe and go to the fridge. And, uh, he says the same is God. If God, you just give him in the Oglala or say, uh, he won't go to with other areas of your life where you deem them private until you open for him there. So if you've got a closet in your life, a certain area, a secret sin of some sort, even if it's not sin, it's a bad habit, whatever thing that you are saying, you want to keep this, God won't get you there. You won't be involved. And um, so okay, that's what we have to learn is to open up for God. And so up and opening up for God is uh, 
opening out for people for families for our own issues we have to open up for them yeah excuses so he had to open out and let his father die he left Horan and he, he, he had a lot of insecurities uh, that he had to let go uh, one case he even let go of his wife and and and, and said he was his sister and all that and he was just letting go all the way so okay, we learned a lot and we found out at the end which no one on earth is as popular as Abraham because of that that obedience God promised them the world he promised them that his children will be like this here on earth these nations like the the Jews these 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 Christians these the Persians these these Mohammedans we're talking about that that's almost more than half of the world I'm talking about people who just uh, reverence Abraham whom whose their faith is based on Abraham because everywhere we preach in as Christians we adopt Abraham as our father so his name on earth not in heaven will be reverent uh, uh, even more than Christ because Christ was uh, his, his, his name is by is great by revelation but it's just only a portion of Christians that know that but Abraham uh, these other religions lean on Abraham uh, so uh, that, that that shows if you take God uh, in whatever encounter he is uh, there's going to be challenges uh, the series is dedicated at showing challenges of a person who walks with God there will be challenges and those challenges uh, don't think when they come to you uh, now uh, no it's just the, the the, the, the package of color you have to man up and praise God and thank God and and your things are not gonna be normal you might suffer just you know it's called be exactly like other people you because you are fighting some generational curses and things and the Holy Spirit is here and the devil wants to confuse you so be patient God will take you to this side, but your end will be glorious. Now, today, let me pray. Gracious of the Father, we thank you. We open this scripture, we open this word. And God Almighty, we are here to thank you for these people, for these children of God who are here. Let the Holy Spirit, gracious Lord, feed us up in the name of Jesus. Thank you for being here and keeping us alive. To propagate, let the Holy Spirit now, the Creator anointing, find those people, whatever. I stretch my hand to them. Let the great Holy Spirit reach them and empower them the Word of God. Let it happen right now. Especially the revelation and faith in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. So, Exodus 3, verse 11. We are sticking to Moses today. So, we are focusing on. Ubizo. We're not referring to Mfundis. As all we are here, we see no bizo. We've got the hand of God on us. There's something we cannot, we try to run from it, it follows us. 
we try to 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 enjoy the world it vomits us so we are here as hungry people as weak people we we don't claim to be strong we weak people but we have got the calling of god god has shown his interest to us so that's why we kept this break every day and uh, we, we, we we need to be refreshed we need to be fed we need to reach back to god so okay, please understand so okay, what was this so much drama you are not being singled out you have there's a song that says must christ bear the cross alone and all the world walk free see so okay read presence of verse 3 verse 11 of chapter 3 exodus verse number 11 and moses said unto god who am i that i should go unto pharaoh and then i should bring forth the children of israel out of egypt okay we find moses he had a very significant calling and definitely about great men of god god is not so interested about their death the most important thing about a man who has met god is the way he was called if there's one thing that god will never fail in your life is the experience he gave you when he met you that's the most important thing god never focused on their death because they we knew that death was reserved for christ he's the only figure that has the death that had to be significant we didn't have to know how elijah died or isaiah all the most of them even moses's death was hidden for us it because their death did not bring no redemption and gulungulus was running away from this thing of our ancestral worship because human beings uh, when there's been a great person with some power it's very easy we are, remember we're all coming from heathen uh, idol worship so there will be monuments on that man's grave and there will be the same thing they do to tp joshua there they go to pray uh, on his grave so it is it's a god you will, uh, will because their death was just like a death of a of like another human being so there's nothing glorious about the death of them besides uh, but the calling that's what makes them unique and makes them uh, um, worth to listen to every time you meet somebody no matter who is no matter how a great dynamite moose how did you meet tell me your experience with god you will never know a person you, you 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 without knowing their experience with god i don't care what people but i don't care wow wow, wow. what that, that drama that happens at the in, uh, infancy of your calling that's what will uh, unfold out of your life it will unfold there so uh, that's that's how you see a crook as well 
You check his background, you find out nothing happened. He's just a liar. So Moses' is calling is so dramatic. Uh, it, it was from Emnani into exactly patterns the life of Christ. He, when he was born, the children were killed, like exactly like Christ. Uh, he, he came and was raised in the empire like that. So, Imperial Akenji is, is, was unique. And he was raised um, in the palace. And in that palace, he was raised as uh, like the pharaohs, because he was raised by pharaoh's daughter. So, he had a great future in front of him. He didn't have to worry about working all his life. He didn't have to worry about uh, ends meet. He didn't have to worry about uh, anything in his life, about status. Uh, he didn't have to worry about uh, being famous. He was already famous. Remember, in those days, Egypt was the greatest uh, headquarter of the world. No one wanted to fight Egypt because you're not going to win. It had the best science. It had the best scholars. It had the best army. That's why the whole Bible, God is warning Israel, that they must never think that they will trust the armies of e Egypt. Because everybody who was affiliated with Egypt uh, was safe. That's why Ufaro could not believe a man coming there with a stick, challenging so much of a great nation. He just knew that they got it. And God had in his heart because he wanted to show, uh, uh, to test every part of of the idols of egypt and make them fail and it, and that's the greatest thing that happens uh in this whole story of of moses it's when longer than 10 idols that were worshipped those things that were the, the the frogs and all those things they symbolized a certain god of a certain era a god of fertility a god of uh whatever gods and and all those gods uh, where god had to take them one by one using this man and he destroyed them until the last god which was the firstborn which was the greatest thing uh, because succession and when he killed them firstborn that was too much so but it was not easy for them to accept that so the moses we find that him having raised in this place instilled things in him. Every day, there are things instilled in you. Your background, you know, your, you know, at home we're restless people because that's how we're raised. You know, we always often busy. That's how we're raised. Like at home, you never find people. School, you know, we never. We were privileged to have TV. Uh, very early, uh, well, well, because uh, we, we, my grandfather and my grandmother were educated people, so we're privileged to have things. But we never, we never see sitting us a car carrier, a car book TV. I mean, there was a cafe there, there was a garden there, there, were, there was many things. That's why you find me restless. You find me ever crazy, pretty school driver, all day, telling you because you cannot take out your background. You can never take out. I remember I used to stay in houses as in Hamanaman Obisonji. I would stay in Abban. 
And I want to stay in a house where the TV was never switched off. That home was so broken down to a level that people were exchanging sheep to sit on TV. They just saw a few hundred sports, and for sports, they went and listen. And this was just breakdown, break. The people were sleeping all day, being, you know, because there was a divorce that happened in that house, and children were just. And what happened after that is that children that came out, uh, especially the younger ones, which, which, because when a family divorces, there is children that are already old who are who are who know the good old days and those ones don't get affected than those it was saying they while they are cool so those ones who were affected there were distressed there even in life they did they struggled a lot they they didn't make it most of them they didn't make it because the background of the place you are growing from you have to overcome it you have to oh, the greatest depressions and things this is Tupegayo, uh, are just experiences of where we were where we were raised our identity our reflection of what we are in this life is just that we try to outrun what we call home and we don't get like anything we compete with ourselves from where we're coming from and find that we're still punching the air. We're still not addressing what life is. So Moses was there and he had everything. This is as to be a, a great rebuke to these Christians, but I'm trying to think to be famous, to be connected, to be uh, driving fancy cars, to be, he thinks that's it. Moses had it all. Education. He, there's nothing he didn't, as I'm told about Egypt, up to today in Tuntunkoman and all them, uh, they still have their mummies in there, kept there uh, for monuments. Uh, they still have inks in those mummies that the scientists of today, with all technology, they cannot break them chemicals there. They don't know how to, to, to remake those equipments. Nothing of them. They still don't understand why, how did these people put those rocks, which are in the size of, uh, I don't know, like a building, with no cranes like we have cranes today to make such a perfect scientifically uh designed pyramids that has survived for thousands of years no buildings nothing and all these other civilizations they are still intact how did those people did those things without uh what we think we are wise today the mummification thing they do they have the liquid by Tatalapa and they still trying to search. They still cannot find it today. So uh, Moses was raised in there. They're talking about somebody who had it all. Somebody was going to, he was on the pipeline or because he was a strong man of being a commander of the armies there. Uh, he was there, raised there. He had nothing to, to look for. And this gentleman, read again Ufes 3 again, Susa. Now I'm going to go to my. Uh, I love the, the. Read again, what chapter is that? Is it Genesis? Is it Exodus 3? Uh, so that. Exodus 3, 
Exodus chapter 3. Um, I, my side read verse 3 now. Yeah, verse 11, I mean. Same thing. I just want to... And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? Now, we are living a life about someone. Number one, this scripture is showing us this man doesn't trust himself. This man has got no confidence in himself. Now you ask yourself, how can a man swear by Pharaoh's daughter? People of Pharaoh, there is no government, there is no leader, president, whatever, United States president. There is no one who has ever reached today that level, that level of reverence Pharaoh had. They were gods of the world. Growing in that place was something else. But there is something that happened to this man. This man, after 40 years of education, self-esteem, you know, human popularity, he thought by all that, he can just use that influence to liberate Israel. Because he knew he was adopted into this kind. He knew that there has to be a deliverer. And he thought with all with all clever influence, uh, he could try himself. He failed instantly. Laubi's when there is one thing you're gonna learn to fail. I don't care who you are, if you'll ever walk with God, the greatest lesson you will learn is to fail and that will teach you to wait upon the lord will teach you to deal with everybody else to survive in corner spaces in this life to live with different characters of people you'll fail definitely you'll fail somewhere you'll fail and you learn to walk with god through failure and that Moses learned it the hard way. 40 years of being a Model C student, great varsities, he failed on his first attempt trying to do God's job. That is supposed to tell you every time you run out of God's principles, run out of God's commission, run out of God's loyalty, and try to do your things by your own way, try to do your things by your own ambition, trying to be a star in your own game, you'll fail. And God, remember God is in eternity, he's got no issue with time. God can pack you for 30 years, achieving nothing until you learn to listen to his voice. If every time I see, especially the young boys, or just arrogant, don't want to be taught anything, I look at them and say, hey God, if they know that we learned the hard way for the past 20 years. You know, if your listening skill is bad, you are just going to be not good with God. Because God has time. God can put you in havoc. Maybe you're going to live here 70 years. God can put you in havoc to deal with your stubbornness for the next 60 years and only use you for 10 years before you die. God can use you one day and achieve everything that he wanted to do with you 
all your life and find that all your life you have just been in problems after problems, confusion or confusions, divorces, problems, because you are fighting with God. God has time, remember. He can use you as he used that gentleman, who was this gentleman, Samson, uh, who he had to kill all that, the, the, the enemies of God with, with his last act. So never uh, think you will have to no, steal your time and go do whatever you want in this life and, and, and then come and serve God in your own terms. When God wants you now, God wants you now. Learn that. Moses learned it the hard way. Ungulungulu left him. Now, if you know what is to be to grow in Pharaoh, and leaving that to be a shepherd of sheep, it's like the greatest joke ever. A shepherd is the lowest thing in Egypt. And this guy had to start being a hope for the nation. At the same time, he had, he was dropped to be the lowest thing that no one wanted to be. For the very same number of years, he was important. He became the same number of years being nothing. Can you imagine living a life like the life appealed by Prince Charles, all these children there? Uh, in in, in uh, Queen Elizabeth's children, where even when they go out Botilanga, there's people about uh, and, and, and go make their Facebook blogs. just picnic It's it's just front page news. And that person had disappeared to live a life that I don't know what. It can be beautiful and Africa. Live a life you can't be nobody even knows her exists. That's what Moses that was that how much of a drop off. He disappeared in the face of the earth and he went far, far, far. A man was raised to be a warrior. He ran out as a coward. Because every time of by your own mind, because that's Moses struggle temper, by your own temper, by your own impatience, you will suffer the hard way. I've seen people, I've met people, you know, they, they, who have, uh, just of them, I've met them as my friends, you know, I've, I've met people as my friends. Others, I met them as maybe colleagues. I've met people, just not about this human just people, you but the level of anointing in my life and and the, and my, the holy spirit will tell me that they should approach you reverently and 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 get certain blessings of some sort and i don't tell people that and i've seen them avoiding that you know but you know they don't want to like but and i've seen their life breaking down i go to Zambia again I, looked around and said, why everyone who meets me, uh, like my friends and all those people, uh, what, why, why they go through, and God told me, that's why I changed the technique this year. I, I, I'm taking because I found out it's dangerous. It's dangerous when you have got an office with God and you allow people into your space, 
who come there and they just disobey the laws of God. They, there is laws of God with dealing with servants of God. Servants of God are not just people who just can uh, put them in your file and they are not your bodies. You know, you should ask God why is it brought you close to this man? Because you can get a blessing when a curse. You know, even if he's a humble servant of God, even if he's not a man who demands things out of people, but there's just the laws of God. There's just things that, uh, because God is so specific with his servants, you know, there's something that must be there. You find that you come close to them and your heart is not right. You are, you are just not born and beaten or something like that. Something wrong is going to happen to you because you came too close to some area of grace and you come there to misbehave. So, Moses, he landed the hard way. He left, he tried to kill the Egyptian, uh, whatever he did, he tried to, he killed the Egyptian. He tried the next day, he thought he's gonna be a great, great man. He tried to be uh, kind of a, bring peace like a politician amongst them, Jews fighting. And they said, who are you? Every time my brother, sister, do isn't outside of God's will, you'll always get that thing that says, who are you? Who do you think you are? And you'll feel ashamed because you stepped yourself. So that's what we learn. First time in the verse, Moses has been humbled by God to a level that now he's saying, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring forth children of Israel out? He was in the right spot. Four years before, was full of school, was full of palaces, full of being in the elite. Now, because of failure, he was okay. You know, I cannot pray. If you can fail Godly, fail many times, you learn to pray. You learn to intercede. Because they, all that will be in your heart will be brokenness. Intercession comes out of brokenness. You learn to be patient with the Holy Spirit because you are, you are so much finished, you've got nothing else. So again, we, we are learning in this character. I'm sure Moses. This man, he never lived his life. Besides that 40 years, that first 40 years, which God erased anyway. After that, he was just the property of abuse under the authority of God. He was represented, pushed left, right, pushed left, right, having Aaron to be his, uh, in, uh, whatever, interpreter. Uh, he was just going around, living a life he didn't choose. There's not even one corner one piece of that life that Moses lived that he enjoyed. Nothing he enjoyed. He was a man of temper. He was a man who was brought by force by God to where he ran off, where he was sent by God to where he, left. he lost complete reputation. He came back not on his terms. So okay, this is a, a lesson to us. Can you read also Exodus 2? Uh, verse 14 to 15. Oh, I fell. A grace already. 
reading about this man, suffered in this world, trying to do God's will. Verse 14. I'm taking out this narrative. Essence of Superman. Yes, yes. And he said, Who made thee a prince and a judge over us? Intendest thou to kill me as thou killest and the Egyptian? And Moses feared and said, Surely this uh, this thing is known. You see? He thought it was a secret. So Moses is a good picture of teaching us that doing things on our own when god calls someone you know when i when i read when god led me to the brenham and i read how he was called the angel a child was born as the angel i just knew that oh thank you god i just have about 75 percent of the of the workload already done for me because i'm in the right succession you know the things I did not know. The angel has already visited this. So there is already a man being used to suffer like that. So one of my ambitions I had, where I thought I'm going to be minister, international, or whatever, I'm going to go to U.S., that was killed. I don't have to do anything. It's, the, the other, it's already done. What kills people? It's ambition. They have ambition greater than what God wants to do with their life. God has already called somebody to suffer in that regard. You just have to, re, to, to submit to that what God has done and get your portion and do your portion. Also, God led me to your friend. I found out, oh, there's a man who's already wrote books about all doctrine. Oh, that cuts another 35%. I don't have to do that no more. So that's what makes the ministry successful is to know who to report to who to listen to what doctrine where it comes from what that's how we march as the bride there's an army we've got those uh, positions you don't just so if you don't get exposed to these things you'll start to tumble around trying to discover every time i meet someone who just want to discover himself uh, who still wanna i just okay let's wait until he wakes up there is already a running train. God is, is finishing up. So if he has something for you to do, you'll do it under what other servants of God has already done. You are not here as a first person. You are here uh, to do your part, but you won't do what's already been done. You won't call for an angel now to come and work with you, or someone already has been, or had an angel. So that's what makes these people confused. They come out, they seek this great thing, and, and they go to the mountains. They want God to come talk to them. If God wanted to talk to you in the mountain, he would have approached you. What is this thing? But human beings are more are, are ambitious. You know, everyone who, who requested God or forced God, it was because it was God who put that person in confusion. Like Upao. When God struck him, they was blind and didn't eat for three days till God came. And he went for three and a half years in the, uh, uh, Arabia to, to study the world uh, because now he had this task. God does not 
want you to do anything which he did not appear to you. People are praying. They, they want angels to come. I don't want no angel to come. I'm not even living a very uh, uh, clean life. Okay, I live a holy life, but I don't consider myself that holy. I don't need angels here. Yeah, but, but, I know they are here, but just to, 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 to live with them, the sacrifice Brother Brennan had to have to have an angel in his house. He, he was controlling even the in it that I will read to everything because he would say if once you are getting on my answer there it will disturb the angel of the Lord when he comes so people just ask for things they don't know what goes in these things that's why they end up getting these dirty angels which they, which come and lie to them because they want to have their own personal uh God sends somebody who's got the package they want their own way somebody has been already loaded they want someone, they want to be the first-hand experience on things they are not even created to have first-hand experience. That's what is putting all this Tom Diggany all out there trying to uh, do things. As I, I always wait for anything. I'm not the perfect person on this earth. God knows that. But I wait for small uh, experiences like this thing, this ministry, of social media that started in 2020. I waited since 2013. I felt in my, not 2013, since 2005. God did not allow me to be in Facebook. I didn't even preach in Facebook. I didn't even, he didn't allow me until somebody prayed for me. Uh, and God said, now we can go. And so these things have got, even the radio minister, that's now I'm starting to use radio. I waited. I waited. I didn't ever went to radios. It's radio people calling me now to come. The door is open. So you, you must know because if you take yourself, you'll be like Moses, humiliated. You'll be completely humiliated because you don't know. I remember this last debate which the theologians are, are confused about. They think I let them down because they don't know the spirit. I when when a whole week I was preparing here, all these answers, all these questions. I had questions, theological questions, answers for all these contradictions and stuff. The Holy Spirit said, What are you doing? Didn't I tell you that when you go to argue with these people, don't prepare anything? The Holy Spirit will give you when you're there. Oh, I started to be shocked. I said, did exactly say? He said, don't worry. Don't say anything. Don't be a theologian. Just go there, stand in the word of God. So, it's, it's if I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit, I was going to come there confused. He was going to ask me about these three days and three nights, and this, the, exactly the Bible says three days and three nights, and there is no explanation in the Bible why it's it's not three days and three nights i just said we didn't write the bible the bible is a revelation that's not to us only it's still gonna go to the jews and that three days and three nights will be explained remember in the bible there was uh, i think uh, forgot now this chapter is that says on the on the th on the on the th after the second day 
I'll visit them. When it's a prophet's scripture referring to the Jews. Uh, so, uh, so we understand that two days is 2,000 years. But can you imagine the people who were living in that time? Uh, they didn't understand two days that uh, when the word calls come in the New Testament, it will be explained to, to, to mean it uh, uh, like a thousand years. But we understand. Like the seven years of book of Daniel. Uh, no, for all these years, uh, the Jews, they didn't know that seven years, those seven years uh, will mean a week. I mean, that those weeks will mean a seven years. They didn't know that. But you can't, if you calculate today, it's exactly. So, a person's going to ask you something in the Bible. The Bible, everything written in the New Testament has happened. No, there's still prophecy there. There's still secrets of God there. There's still mysteries there. So, when someone's going to come and say, uh, Joseph's father, is Hira and Joseph's father, of whom Matthew is is uh, is Jacob. Then who was Joseph's grandfather? He doesn't know what he's talking. He's not even a Jew. He doesn't even know. Uh, 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 like today, me in example, my father came like David, and and uh, and Obamano Munye Upezo. If someone our village, Tinamazuro Baba Obamano Bokes Toba. So if uh, if we have come to come I come from another place. They take a bang and hey, a place. They in Ghana. They know. Facebook. So um, the about two stories. Must figure. We talk about one more law. We place it. We have one foot law. David, because when lineage they buy Obama Bam. So there's many things that could have been made to heal Abis were there. Maybe it was another name of Omicron Father Many reasons. But it's not explained in the Bible. So the Bible is like that. If you come out of waiting upon the Lord, you will be wrong like Moses was. Moses had to let go of himself. Greatest problems that you're going to suffer are those you had didn't learn to let go because God's train won't stop. You will have to let go. Otherwise, the train will drag you along the way. Okay, let's go to another verse. We're just often it is then chapter 7. Verse 23, I believe. I hope I wrote the right verse and then read it. So as long as we continue uh, with verse 23. I hope it's the right verse. Uh, verse number 23. And when he was full 40 years old, it came into his heart to visit his brethren, the children of Israel. Upele Rapagu 26. And seeing one of them suffer wrong, he, def uh, he defended him and avenged him that was oppressed and smote the Egyptian. For he supposed his brother would have understood how that God by his hand would deliver them, but they understood not. And the next day he showed himself unto them as they strove, 
and would have set them at one again, saying, says, Ye are brethren, why do ye wrong one another? And, 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 and okay, you read that, but it is not honor, trust him, saying, Who would make the ruler of us without king as our king this yesterday? Then fled Moses, saying, I was a stranger in the land of Midian, where they get two sons. Uh, and then, but in verse 22, and Moses was learned in all wisdom of Egypt, as was mighty in words and in deeds. But when he's called by God here, he does not even know how to talk. Because God has made a good job. Remember, here Moses had this big head. Now, was a kind of cool, You were so knowing many things, and God has to deal with them harshly. I've seen this for them to learn to have a big heart and have a small head. Umzalu so full of imondo will will learn will will become a slow learner in the things of God, because. His mind has to be confounded, and God has to do that. So we learn this man, for 40 years, and uh, he was never a happy man all his life. Uh, he suffered all over the area, going around. Um, uh, after he lost all the greatness uh, that he could have had. Now, the other thing is, if when a figure in Egypt uh, is that it was the greatest fall. Imagine you left here and you are coming back as the greatest fall. Imagine, this guy, he was a celebrity here, and then for what chooser to side with slaves instead of being some important thing, go far. And can you believe in that 40 years? With social media of two in that 40 years, maybe I say Saka somewhere. Moses, Moses in 40 years in that life. When Google has not demanded that much out of him, he never had a plan of his life. He was just a toast to about when he was 40 years, he was preparing to get married, everything went into chaos. For 40 years, he was just a, a, a legend. And these people, which are the Jews, which he was trying to fight for, can you believe that he was a joke born as well in these 40 years? What was he think he's doing? He thought he's better than us because Queen Lucky Palace. So this man, he was sent by God to two groups of people who don't appreciate him. Hmm. Who is a joke in both of them? I'm talking, I'm, I'm, we're going to be talking about the humanity of people so he is to show you that god is not going to remove the human weaknesses and the things you are ashamed of you have to trust him and move forward god is not going to wait until you are a ceo to ask a complete uh, financial surrender he's not going to wait until you are having a good job before he requests faithfulness in your finances. He's not going to wait until for the mansion because he, before he, he requests that you lodge strangers in your house. He's not going to wait until we have got a, a car that you can, you know, show off like a Mercedes or a PM before he can say, now transport saints and be active. He's going to want your heart 
while you are in a situation that you still feel ashamed of. But if you can in that situation, give all to God. You know, when you give to God, you must give to God. God is someone who looks at you and look at your present condition. He must have an overlap. What is this person doing? If you are doing anything by faith to God, it must make somebody like any action of faith can't cause us even when I'm a chills. You know, when somebody does something in faith, you feel goosebumps, you know, because you, you it's not natural. So when Umzalane leaves faith and come to live a life of order like people of this world, then it becomes a commoner. That's what others are suffering. They're trying to plan their futures. They're trying to plan their good jobs, prepare their CVs. But there's nothing they are doing that is remarkable. They, they are not blessing you in the church. There is nothing they do uh, that's, you know, I mean, you must be doing something that is working miracles. Something that you say, no more transport to church or whatever you do, or you, there's something you do. You're looking for the saints that are stra struggling in church and take uh, their kids, buy uniform every January. Say something must be of faith by a sound of the church. Something must be. You can't just sit down and try to fix your life. You don't do that. You don't fix your life. You fix your faith. You don't do that. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's, that's what we found here. He had to learn uh, uh, that he is nothing. He had to learn that God uh, can, can, God could have called Gabriel and all the people, angels, to do that job. But he had to take somebody who has no confidence in himself no more because he's been a failure both to the uh, Egyptians and the Jews. And if you have been a failure in anything, in your career, in your school life, if you have been a failure, uh, you love God more. Tell God that, God, if you take me back to school, I'll love you more. Don't allow Satan to come to you. It is because no. Thank, I remember when, I don't know how many times have I just left everything for God. I remember when we were first baptized by the Holy Spirit at Stratford, we did crazy decisions. I remember we used to just decide not to go and write exams because we were praying the whole day. Just decided we're not going to go. <laughs> you know, we're so crazy. People are being saved daily. And we sacrificed. The, the, almost there were people about about which is because of stupid decisions. But never allow Satan to change your heart. Keep on. I hate you. I used to come home attended. I used to go for And now, why, what are you doing now? The only thing you live for is misery and soapies and TV and, and sad stories that you find on movies and this phone that we pet and, 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 and deaths that you are counting every month. There can be a story of fate that you can tell. Continue carry your family. Continue carry the church. Continue support the ministry. Continue work for your children. Pray for your family. Continue to do the hard work. 
don't be a missing in action don't stand behind the you know the abayabas are working their faith you know they are busy supporting ministries they are busy doing things and you are hiding away something is going to call you out of that hiding area i'm saying about that one we call conferences here for those people who are working and we ask for contributions and things numbers that we just keep quiet and hide but believe me you know something's going to call them out one day of one knowing god has got cancer in the prayers now he's hiding he can hide he's got his money he knows what to do with it but one day he's going to ask for the church to pray can't hide forever you might as well be in the plains be there where the fighting is at something's going to call you what says or try whatever in Durban hospital you are there and there you're gonna call us now is the meaning was that you're gonna call us so please don't be a fool don't think that god uh god knew you before the world began can you believe someone who elected us by foreknowledge foreknowledge means that means you knew every weakness and strength and everything we are and he gave us free to be saved just he just pardoned us because he knew that we could not have anything other than being forgiven and he knew that we're going to accept so that person knows you me and i learned this early in my life go and wait for a vision i went people call stupid you're an engineer you go there waiting for some vision for two years if i don't do quick what god wants me done quick what else am i going to do or have a life that's a gamble so when moses learned the hard way he came back being afraid just read exodus 3 verse 13. he was afraid of failure now exodus 3 verse 13 and uh, he was in a good position to listen to god exodus 3 13. Verse number 13. Uh, verse number 13 to 19. No, 13 Japan. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they shall and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? So now he's starting to get confidence because he wants his confidence to be because he knows that everything he learned from egypt armies to organize an army everything uh, what he was raised for uh, it's not gonna work now he has to know this god first before and god explained himself uh, go tell israel together that i am the god of your fathers, god of abraham isaac and jacob and saying i'm sure visited you uh, so he, 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 he learns now that everything like we have learned to receive this message we have learned to receive god's prophecy because we are going to this denominational world we have to have met the god not of rome not of american tbn but the god which comes from martin luther's martins uh william branham's or that lineage of purity and revelation not the god of relations so when god gives you a calling he he has to tell you 
which side of the coin is this God who's speaking to you? Because there's many gods. Amazon, they're worshipping it's internal God. They're worshipping, they wear these long ropes and all these things, worship their God. It's not the God that we, they have a Jesus who's the second in command, who is uh, a son that is just a junior to his father. And, and uh, then the Holy Spirit was just, I don't know whether he's his brother or something, a third angel of some sort. They have that God, which we know nothing about. The Jews don't know that God. And now uh, Rome took it, personalized it, spread it all over the world. Everybody's worshiping that God. So okay, we, we have, we, Moses had to know who he's calling, doctrinally, who is sending him. And now we're starting to be all right now. Because his confidence was not going to be on him, but was going to be on this God. Can you read also chapter 4, verse 1? So I'm trying to teach you to know we don't have to be theologians. We don't have to have eloquency. We don't have to be high stage presence. All the things that people are taught in theology. We don't have to capture Abantu. We, must, we can even speak foolishness. But there must be power behind that foolishness. Uh, because of the God who sent us. Verse 1. Verse number 1. And Moses answered and said, But behold, they will not believe me, nor he can unto my voice. For they will say, The Lord hath not appeared unto me. You see, and what is... Uh, uh, and that's when God, verse 2. And the Lord said unto him, What is that in thy hand? And he said, A road. So, God, why did God, Moses say? God could have just sent Moses and did the same miracles without sensing to. But as I told you, there is always a background. Moses grew up in an area where you had to have something uh, to, to, in your hand as a general of some sort. Uh, you had to have some authority that the, these people would see. Like Ufaro uh, would carry a, a certain golden stick uh, that when he points with that stick and say you must be killed, you are killed. And he, and God said, okay, this guy, uh, he already, he's, he, he wants something as, which is coming from him. If he can see something, Abbe Pet, him doing miracles, He's going to have faith. Not that God really wanted to use that. It was for Moses. So God did that uh, to fulfill that. And so what means, just be what you are. Don't want this different deal. You know, God warned me a long time ago. I remember even as I was discussing Nonana, uh, when I was reading the King James Bible's law, breaking words, he said, hey, people's kakana is not used in reading English. Because when I'm under anointing, I behave like like it's just God. Just said behave because to me to the you know the Zulu people, He didn't send me to theologians. He sent me to these people that So if I I'm educated, I can read as fast. But once I get an anointing, I just get better. Just gives his pronouncing up, and that's what God wants to happen. Because God focuses at the power of the projection. And he has to break the wheel out of you. Because I remove this dependence the theologians have. 
You don't have to capture the audience. You just have to be on fire. Speak the way you are. No vow. You don't pronounce grammars, okay? Just do it. Get there and be fire. God is going to use fools now. He's going to use people who are declared mad. You know, I was just seeing, it's just sending me Thomas Lakumete, Beshumaira Numpemba, them tunes in right now, uh, using this speaker. You know, people are gathering around them. And these are the people uh, most of you think they are not actually right in the head, but they are winning souls. While you are scared even to tell your secretary at work that you must be saved. God is going to use people who don't mind what they are. Because uh, uh, there is something in you that you undermine, like Moses undermining his stick. That just says, just, just be yourself. The same thing with Isaac, we just use that. Use that. Get there, speak it. Broken English doesn't matter. Call the speaker. Those with the power. Because can you read 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 5, chapter 2, verse 5? It's the power that is important. It's not, uh, you know, you said you write grammar or whatever. Can you read 1 Corinthians 2, verse 5? Comes with something about their food. Okono Bona Zazwa. Yes, Bishop. Usapumir. Okay, let me read it myself then. Load shading is all over the area. Second, it's First Corinthians two verse five. He that uh, that your faith. Okay, let me start uh, uh, verse three. And I was with you in weaknesses and fear and much trembling. We thought Paul didn't incarnate or subdue, but he says he was in weakness, and my speech. Uh, and my preaching was not enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power uh, of God. That's what we need, Barcelona, is the power of God. And Moses, because I'm rounding up for closing now, what made Moses be scared of fire? It's because Moses knew how powerful is Egypt. Remember, he grew up inside that intelligence. Uh, uh, is that Zosa? Yes, First Corinthians chapter two, verse five. Yeah, but since he found it, I want to agree. Katusa, katusa, katil. Usang So okay. Why did Moses have a scared? Okay, read. Okay, let me read chapter. Uh, what do you call this? Exodus chapter five is two. 
Um, okay, start at verse 1. And after Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord, God of Israel, let my people go, that they may hold that they may hold a feast unto me in the wilderness. And Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord, that I should obey his voice? Let Israel go. I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. I'm sorry, Bishop, you are already under ill shedding up, so you need to come is a break. No, no problem, Zofunda, Kulea, don't worry. So, so, Ulo, Moses, he knew what Bachagata, these people, they are philosophers, best they have in the world. These people, they have uh, uh, magic that is unspeakable. So, he was not going to just go there. Uh, like they they go to the world and try to compete with the world with intelligence with the world is so intelligent they live through intelligence now if you're going to convert the gospel of god to be something of intelligent to be something of of wealth it's very clear because they, when it comes to wealth they know what they're talking about you don't know what you're talking about they know this thing that's what they live for that's why we should have a power something they don't have the holy spirit something they don't have holiness something they don't have so there's to be something they see in your life that's a victory they don't have because they read all these books they know everything and for the to go back and try to copy the world and try to outshine the world by the things of the world. Oh, God is a shame. We have something that we can outshine the world by, which is righteousness. But now they go to outshine the world uh, by the things of sin. So uh, I'm just going to jump many verses and do my closure because of time. But these things are so interesting to me. That's why I wish it was a conference. Spotted how much you can learn. I'm just so heavily under the power of the Holy Spirit right now. Just by talking, uh, looking at this gentleman. Moses, he left as a coward. Uh, he was a man of temper, a runaway, a man had no reputation on both the, the Jews and the Egyptians. But there's one thing that I admire him. When he met God, he never turned back. There's no one I know under callings who have had obstacles like Moses. But Moses never turned back. That should teach you something. When we, look, when we read the story of Moses today, uh, we think all you know, things were easy. It was not easy. Believe me, you. Uh, he, when you read Exodus chapter 15, I'm not going to read them, uh, verse 15, I mean 22, furniture from Exodus 15 to Exodus 16, you find that the first thing I approach, Moses led people to the waters of Mara, which were beaten. People complained. And, and uh, 
Uh, the second thing, when we read uh, Exodus 16, 3 to 4, there was no food. People complained. God always allowed Moses to get in trouble. There's nothing that came easy. It's a lesson to us that whatever we have, it's us who are going to make it happen. If we want souls to be saved, it's us. If God could have just made them a freeway that has no problems, he allowed them to go to this hostile place, the most dangerous place. Even today when they test that route, that route is just still undeveloped even today. It's just a dangerous place. But God uh, wanted Moses to learn the hard way. No food. Imagine there is no water and he has to get into a place where he consults God and God performs a miracle. After he has dealt with people who are complaining, there is no food. And Exodus 17 verse 3, the people were complaining. They complained all the way. Let me just read this one. Exodus 17. Verse 3. And the people thirsted for water, and the people murmured against Moses, and said, Wherefore is this thing thou hast brought us up out of each to kill us and our children and our cake with thirst? And the Bible says, Moses cried unto the Lord, Say, What shall I do for those people? They are ready to stone me. These are people whom he, he, he took out from slavery, gave a lot of wealth, just they're already wanting to kill him. So I wanted to go to the human side of Moses, that he was just put by God to these people. He never lived his life. They are complaining, and you want to give up. And Pesach was over Exodus 17, verse 3, where you had warring tribes like Amalek's where Joshua was leading the army and Moses had to stand in the mountain for the army to be. Each and every corner of those people were on his shoulders. That's what we, Mafundis, should do. We should be praying for we should be coaching we should be putting them in our prayers. That's why the relationship between us and them is very important. Because that's where the prayers. Uh, uh, Exodus 18, 13 to 26, he was settling disputes until uh, Ujetro came there and, and told him that you, you're going to die young uh, if you're going to every day you deal with these people. Stress, he started in the morning till at night, sitting in one area judging people. He didn't have his life. When you come to uh, many verses, Exodus 32, they could not even wait for him for 40 days. And the answer was we told Mofundo Numbers uh, 20. We are closing now, but I just want to read these verses. Numbers 20 for the audio laser record. 20 verse 10 to. Listen to this. And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before and said to them, 
and, and, and said unto them, Hear now, you rebels, must we fetch you out of this rock? Okay, okay, no, no that's not the one. Uh, I think it's Numbers uh, 14, verse 4. That one is the one Moses, as is, is, you know, uh, verse 3 and therefore yet the lord brought us up of this land to fall by the sword that our wives and our children should be prey where is not better for us to return to egypt and they said one to another let us make a captain and let us return to can you believe how this man suffered And you want to quit. You are already complaining because of your miserable life. Whatever that you think is your life. Which is not going to be for long. 20 years maybe you'll be buried. Or 40 years, whatever. But you leave this world. Can't you learn from this man to level his own sister? They conspired about him having a wife of the heathens. Can you just get into his emotional side? How was he coping? His, his sister doesn't love him. His brother permitted people to worship an idol less than a month after he's gone, when, when he was not in their face. Even his own brother was not enjoying him. He, the people themselves they wanted to replace him anytime they can get a chance sometimes even his wild called him a bloody husband every time you think you have challenges in this life you must know that these great men that we follow that we learn from them it's not just only the miracles and that they wrote the law and all these things they were human beings like you they sacrificed and it's your time now to sacrifice let's pray gracious lord what they are anointing upon me now gracious lord the holy spirit greetings i pray for your children that the holy spirit that has been sent to us be not a joke babu amanta when opila when osindesile when ostetel is on who else can be like you we thank you lord let the grace of god shine over these people right now healing grace let even in was registered let every problems of medication be fixed in the name of jesus i raise my hand and asking for petition god of mercy if i'm at the moses to deal with people who are willing to give people up lord let's pray for them i pray for them as they go through these things i pray for them as they gonna be reading this message listening to this message in the name of jesus baba in keep was short tempered keep up together and be with your people fix the, the, the issues of their lives i come against their enemies by the blood of jesus the God of war. I pray for them, Lord. Whatever issues they are facing, in the name of Jesus. The God Almighty. 
God of grace, may you be merciful to each and every person who has attended this prayer. In the name of Jesus, whatever they need, career-wise, by, by marriage-wise, bless them, finance-wise, bless them, as they are the obedient children. In the name of Jesus, remove every spooky element of the demonic attack that is trying to crush their lives. I bless them. Let the power of the Holy Spirit bring hope and love in their families. I ask this in Jesus' name. I send deliverance. Now I just shout, Amen, and receive healing, whatever you need from come favor, wisdom. I release the grace of God by grace. Let the power of God shaking your soul right now. In the name of Jesus. May the Spirit of God prophesy in your life. In the name of Jesus, I bless you now. May God bless you. God bless you, whatever you are. If God bless you, in the name of Jesus, God bless you. Satan is alive right now. Believe God for miracles. God in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. May the fire of God fall over you. Pray and receive the breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Can even beg the phone or whoever. Just receive the grace of God and say, God, is right now? God grant you, God grant you. In the name of Jesus. Kulungu loves you. God bless you. Whatever spirit is may it cause you seven times cause it damage. I release the grace of God. May God send his angels. To come help you. I come in the name of Jesus. This year you're going to have finances. You're going to have breakthroughs. You're going to have new jobs. You're going to have things that you never thought you had. Above all, you're going to have, going to have faith and blessings. Unless a complainer, no matter how hard was your life. No matter how difficult things you didn't understand. Continue. God loves you. You're not going to die. You're going to live and be a testimony. I'm here to tell you there is the future. And the future is bright for you. In the name of Jesus, continue with your little faith and do the best you can do with it. In the name of Jesus, God prospers you. Never complain. Consider yourself blessed. I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. May signs and wonders follow you wherever you go. In the name of Jesus. Ah! Now declare the grace. I love you so much. Bless them, O oh God, for their obedience. When you corrected them, bless them, O oh Father. Remove every arrogance, every stubbornness. In Jesus Christ's name, and the church said, Amen. You. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Amen.